Hello, this is Gina Versa, and I'll be hosting this evening for a special Halloween podcast of the Waffle Press. Uh, we're back in a new phase of our show. We're starting up again. I'm, I'm joined this evening by Nick Valero of Hyperkin. Hey, how's guys doing? And Renee is our sound engineer. Hello. And we have a spe- we have a pair of special guests tonight. Um, I have with me James and John Connellick of Dual hey. Visions. Thank you guys for having us. Oh, thank you for coming. That sounded so robotic. Well, thanks, guys. Hi, <laughs> thank you for having us. <laughs> thank you for being here. <laughs> that um, works. So James and John, I've known you guys for like five years now. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's been a while now. Yeah, um, good friends of mine. I'm just going to list some of your uh, stats. So, um, Were they rookie cards? <laughs> maybe. Um, so you guys have directed uh, Airplane vs. Volcano. Um, Age- yep. uh, I think, is it James that just directed Age of Tomorrow? Yes, that's correct. Okay, it's just you. Um, Behind the Walls, uh, coming out soon, it has Law Temple from Walking Dead. Uh, Lute, yeah, Lute uh, Temple, sorry. Angel, Hutch Dano, Reggie, uh, uh, Reggie Lee from NBC's Grimm, mm-hmm. and uh, 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 Bailey Spry from uh, It Follows. If uh, oh, yeah, it follows. That's nice. I, yeah, that's a good movie. And uh, was it? You guys have also produced uh, Blood Brothers. Um, yep, uh, Blood Brothers uh, is coming out this December. Well, well I'll plug everything later. I also had the pleasure of working as uh, your assistant editor, James, on The Crooked Man, which aired the beginning of October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a interesting project. I have a, a fun story about that. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Please tell me it's something about Gene falling or something. <laughs> no, it, it was, um, what was huh? it? It was, uh, do you guys like see on Facebook at all like movie set memes or anything like that? Yeah, yeah, I've yeah, seen a few. Yeah. There's a cool Tumblr that has a bunch of them. Yeah, I cannot recreate the feeling that I felt one day when I was like, like just sort of scrolling through it, and I saw a still from the movie The Crooked Man. Uh huh. The caption, the caption read, "When your editor doesn't give a fuck." <laughs> they locked a a a watermark uh-huh. of a stock footage shot of yeah. on five oh, on shit. fucking footage. And it broadcasted that way. It, it was, was like picture locks, and uh, I don't know. Oh, geez. I was like instantly emailing like people, like, "Oh my god, why? <laughs> How did this air? How did this get the sci-fi?" But you know, they fixed it. So I'm told. Okay, that's good. Because <laughs> I, I I was watching. I finally I saw it the other the other night, and it, it seemed I didn't see the watermark. So like, they probably fixed it. Yeah, then. I think I think they fixed it. That is pretty funny. That's though. pretty funny. Um, so yeah, guys, can you just tell us a little about yourselves, uh, just about Dual Visions, the company, just where you guys, what are you doing? Yeah, sure. We uh, started uh, Dual Visions back in 2014. Uh, we originally got our start um, back in 2011, five years ago. Holy cow. Uh, Jim started uh, as an editor for the Asylum, and I just sort of wandered in and got a job miraculously uh, in the casting department. And after a few years of uh, working there and slowly but surely wearing them down, we eventually uh, got to write for them and then direct. And then after a while, we left, started our own company, Dual Visions, in um, uh, 2014, made that official. We produced Blood Brothers. Um, and then uh, after shortly thereafter that, we 
produced and directed Behind Walls, um, our own haunted house movie, built our own set for that. Then after that, purely because I was storing the house set in storage uh, for a long time, I was sort of forced like, well, I should probably get a stage to put the set in. So I did. And um, we our stage is now in uh, Canoga Park, Dual Vision Stages, yeah. uh, and where people can rent um, the stage and film on it. Anybody can come in and you know uh, yeah. film there, and it, it's been doing rather well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we opened the doors there in June, and um, Crypt TV just shot their first ever live stream horror film there just the other day, and it's been getting I think it's over a million views now, oh. and uh, it's been this insane viral thing. So that one was uh, really cool. Okay. And then, uh, you know, we've been getting a lot of other cool opportunities coming our way. So um, it's just been a weird years. It it yeah. doesn't feel that long. It felt like it came by really, really fast. Right. Yeah. Well, congrats, guys. It's uh, Yeah, I think I was watching some hey. of the, the stream. It looked uh, really cool. The uh, it was What was it called? The uh... I think they just called it stream. Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, they had like this contest where they announced these winners, and like the the next day, the winners of this like supposed contest wake up in this unknown place. It's all dark, and they you know just have their their uh, phone or whatever, and they have like carved into their arm like "Stop streaming, you die" or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so people are like watching and tuning in to this, and like they're talking to the people that are watching. And like people are commenting it uh, live, and it was it was kind of neat. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Attention was high. It was like a, uh-huh. a, a play, you know, and right. being in the control room and stuff. Uh, they they have all their light board and sound and yeah. stuff, and they're was yelling like, out cues at each other, like you know, all right, you know, hit this light, you know, get mm-hmm. that light. So it was kind of it, like it was, a, it was great. Yeah, like a live broadcast, like um, kind of like an old school like fifties like broadcast. Absolutely. That, that's what it. That's what it felt like, and uh, it was. It was really intense. So yeah. and pretty amazing. Was there a? Did someone direct that, or is it just like? No. Yeah. Could you? Do yeah, it? they had a director. Uh, okay. you know, And they had their DP. Their DP was kind of their tech director as right. far as handling all the tech technology of it. And I think it was a learning curve for everyone because no one has ever really done this, and mm-hmm. it's still because it's still new and. Um, that technology is, you know, not really experimented on much. So if you even when you try to Google it, there isn't a lot of information there. So it's it, it's a lot of trial and error. But they they pulled it off, and um, it, it turned out really well. Yeah. Everyone was happy with it. And they, uh, a week or what's up? They like rehearsed for like a week or something like that. Right. Yeah, I can imagine. Just running through it constantly. I mean, it was like like he said, like a play. You know, mm-hmm. it was interesting. A murderous play. It was insane. Yeah, and I was in it too. At oh, the last you were? Minute, they're like, "Hey, John, you want to be in it?" And I'm like, uh-huh. "Sure." What Did am you... I doing again? Yeah. Were you, <laughs> so uh... that was that was fun, and that was sort of like living my worst nightmare. Where, I, as an actor, I still have nightmares of mm-hmm. going out on stage, like of theater, you know, the the night of uh, a show, filling in for somebody, and I don't know the lines. They just sort of just throw me out there, and I I don't know my cues. I don't know my lines. And it, people are just looking at me, and I'm like, uh, so it almost felt like that because I'm like having to quickly learn right. what I'm supposed to do at the last minute. Mm-hmm. So it was very nerve wracking, but um, it was a ton of fun. Yeah. I'm glad I got to do it. So, yeah, were you uh, were you a killer? Were you uh, one of the victims or one of the 
one of the people that had the yeah uh, I was one yeah I was one of the victims and um, uh, it was actually pretty amazing they uh, we did a couple of things we had a box truck in the back of our uh, stage and um, behind the stage rather in the parking lot and uh, there's a part where the girl our lead run mm-hmm. is running around it and then she goes into this the back of the box truck and I guess the door comes slamming down and the truck is supposed to move and back up back into the stage and so as soon as she goes out and leaves the stage I have to immediately run out of the tech room and uh-huh. get outside as fast as I can to get the truck started without being seen you Jeez. know by her in the camera and uh-huh. start it up back it up because you know I don't want anyone crashing the truck into my building except me and, <laughs> right um, so we did that and then later after she goes back into the building i have to sneak back into the building uh-huh. and then go to my hiding spot where i'm gonna show up and later get killed and it was insane jeez Sounds and, pretty uh, they even hung a guy uh from our our uh, beams the uh-huh. ceiling br- beams it was insane jeez pretty cool very cool. Uh, but yeah, can you tell us a little bit about your uh, Behind the Walls? I know it's a new movie that you guys are working on and everything like that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Jim, you want to Yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> no, we, I, I, Behind the Walls started off as, I guess, a project that sort of came about after, I don't know, just out of pure frustration and, I, I guess, desperation where we were just wanting to make our stamp or, or put our... Um, you know, uh, I guess put out our calling card that represented like a film that represented us hundred percent as opposed to, you know, continuing to make movies that we liked and everything, but we were kind of just guns for hire at the moment. Like we we did, um, we did, uh, you know, airplane versus volcano age of tomorrow, great learning experiences. We did a damn sharks and, uh, you know, we, we just wanted to do something else that was our own. And we had already produced, our first film, but we didn't direct. So it was, you know, we, I think we were just itching to get back into the director's chair and do something ourselves. And we thought, well, if we were going to do anything, what would we do? I think we were calling each other as, a, as we were like in traffic or something. Mm-hmm. We were just batting back and forth. We're like, well, what could we do, you know, on our own, you know, at the, at the time we were thinking like, you know, we'll do it really cheap, you know, do something on our own, very small you know, uh, consolidated location, like one location in a house or something like that. But then, you know, it has a big concept. And we're like, well, let's do a haunted house movie. And we're like, no, 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 that's stuff. That, that's fucking stupid. We already wrote one before. We had fun with that, but we are moving on with it. Right. And um, what was it? Uh, so we were saying, like, well, why don't we do a, a haunted house movie but where the house is a character and, like, the perspective is from the house. Right. Like we, we're often seen or watching this family move in from the house's perspective. And I think we, I don't know, I think something, you know, kind of lit up for us then. Like, okay, that's kind of cool. That's kind of different for us. Whether or not that translates, that, that's up to the audience. But, you know, that was the initial jumping off point that really sent us into, well, I guess we're making this. Mm-hmm. So for, to get the... Yeah, uh, I, what... what I noticed that you guys, that you said uh, something about the house's perspective. How exactly are you guys managing that? Is it just yeah. by having uh, ceiling cameras? Are you guys gonna? Uh, how exactly are you guys going about that? <laughs> well, uh, with that, we uh, you know we actually that that's why we built the set was um, so we, you know we could fly away walls if we wanted to and not have uh, a ceiling so we could get 
you know, really high up, put a ladder and look down in some, you know, weird angles or um, even punch holes through the walls if we want to and, you know, kind of look through uh, that way. And we had a bunch of vents that we would um, shoot through as well, things like that. And then we have uh, transitional moments in the film where we will leave a scene like, say, the bathroom and we'll um, travel through the walls and right. uh, then enter the next scene in like a bedroom or something and it's pretty fun and i one thing jim and i were saying was throughout the whole movie even though we don't do it a lot mm-hmm. um we it's almost, sort of like jaws in the sense that we want that presence always to be there and so there's a lot of sound design really um really heavy sound design uh to try to just make it more of an experience and try to have you just sort of feel the, what the house is feeling right. and it's kind it's of a, a weird yeah. uh thing but it's um i think it's something unique well that it was that and in the story you know instead of how every haunted house movie the formula is always you know family moves into house uh family finds out house is evil they find out the house's evil origins and all this you know dirty little secrets of the house Mm -hmm. they're like well what is what if it's the opposite what if uh, a house is just a house and it's there a family moves in and the house is finding out the family's dirty little secrets and instead of like the house wanting to kill and get rid of the family, yeah. it's more like the house is wanting to keep the family and stop anybody from, you know, getting in its way kind of thing. Right. And when can, um, is there a release date or is it um, coming soon or when can we see it? it John? <laughs> uh, we're, we're looking at, um, right now we're taking it to the American film market okay. Uh, okay. this November. And to find some buyers, um, there's a lot of interest already mm-hmm. uh, internationally. Um, we're looking at a tentative, maybe spring release, okay. uh, mm-hmm. theatrically here in uh, the states. Um, so there's a there's a few things we might do. We might do it ourselves. We might have someone else do theatrical. Yeah. It's up in the air at the moment. Definitely. But well, it um, looks really good because I saw. I think you showed me some of the uh, like a rough cut of it when I was working at your office, and it was just like really cool. The um, some of the the dailies you showed and then uh, the plates from the perspective of the house and it looks really awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Does, I mean, it does sound like a very interesting concept, yeah, especially especially if it's kind of like, you know, what would happen if a house just had bad people living in it? Yeah. Like, right. just a like bunch the, of assholes. Uh, what was the uh, Simpsons episode <laughs> where the, when they're, they think they're doing like a Shining and the like Shining uh, parody. Mm-hmm. The house yeah. just telling them to kill yeah. each other. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was like the thing, like, you know, where the voice like, you know, speaks out and says, you know, get out and everything mm-hmm. like that. You know, it kind of goes back to like Amityville Horror and everything like that. But Very much so. I don't know, yeah. for us, we're like, no, 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 the, the house... What if the house is lonely and it really wants people to stay, and it's just kind of misunderstood? (laughs) So it's in a very and that's not to say that it doesn't get jealous and angry and you know even love someone so much that they might smother them. Right. You know that's smother it. That's another thing. That's all. That's actually yeah exactly. Especially if like somebody comes over from like their neighbor's apartment or something like that. It's like that was a really nice house. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like why don't we have those? We should get marble. That's what we should do. Cool. That's that's really interesting. I like I like the idea of that. And that's the thing is you know it's a it's an abandoned house and it's really shitty. So of course they're gonna want to leave. And you know it's it doesn't really want them to. Yeah. You know yeah. it likes having them it's there cool. and cool. whatnot. So, so I, I think that was always the name of the game. And the other haunted house movie we wrote, 
Mm -hmm. House is Not a Home, directed by Chris Ray, who directed uh, Crooked Man. Oh, no, he didn't direct Crooked Man. He produced Crooked Man. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's out now. Get it. Anyway, uh, (laughs) we wrote that for them, and we had it violent and crazy and over-the-top and insane. That was fun. And Mm -hmm. with this one, we're like, well, we don't want to kill the whole family again. That's not, like, as exciting, and it feels easy for us. So we're like, well, at least let's put them through hell. You know, yeah. let's, let's really, you know, screw them up and, you know, put put them through a lot. Gotcha. You know, maybe. Or maybe so that's maybe what the we, family does die. Who knows? We don't know. OK, we won't we won't spoil it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so just changing gears here um, was it we're just going to go over some uh, movie news um, for a few minutes. Um, I just wanted to uh, was it see your guys opinion on just uh, some uh, cool stuff happening. Um, so first one is Tim Miller left Deadpool. I think we were talking that, about this uh, before the show. Yeah. Yeah. You, you were uh, John. Yeah, John. You were uh, you were saying that it was uh, over creative differences. Yes. It, yeah. From what I read, at first it sounded like oh, it's amicable and whatever. I thought it was probably a studio thing, and mm-hmm. you know they just totally ruined it. But it was actually between Ryan Reynolds and Tim Miller, from what I read. Oh, right. And since the first one did so well. The second one, Ryan Reynolds, has a lot of power mm-hmm. in the producing department, so he gets uh, casting approval and a lot of approvals over other things in the creative department. Right. And um, it, the last straw was the casting of Cable. Right. And right. you know, Which... Tim Miller wanted Kyle Chandler, mm-hmm. and uh, Ryan Reynolds said no fucking way. Right. And mm-hmm. I kind of agree with him. Yeah. Like Cable, I like Kyle Chandler, yeah. but yeah. I don't Cable think it in the works. comics. Is like a big muscular dude. Like yeah. he's like he's older. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Kyle Chandler is like in his forties, but you would want someone like you know like Stephen Lang or like who's who, <laughs> Dolph Lundgren. Dolph yeah. Lundgren, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. So when it comes to casting, though, it's like I I feel like if I may, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, sure. Uh, no, go for it. When it comes to casting and everything, I mean, as a director, um, I I don't think I've hundred percent. This is gonna sound so rude. I don't think mm-hmm. I've ever hundred percent got every actor I first went out to, uh-huh. you know what I mean? So, you know, just because I think you ha- you have a disagreement with, you know, who you're going to cast or whatever, doesn't really mean you're, like, a terrible director. Right. So, no, no, no. 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 Yeah, no, like, no. Francis Ford Coppola, like, casted his daughter in Godfather Part 3, <laughs> yeah, and she was yeah. terrible. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, not- oh, yeah, so there you go, case in point. But, well, you know, I- every decision you're going to make as, an act- uh, as a director, to uh, cast-wise, you're not going to know everything. You know, maybe... Maybe you're gonna, you know, be forced into working with somebody that is a good actor, but then you realize later, like, man, I, I don't, I can't even imagine working with anybody else than right. this person that I had to work with. You know, yeah. it, it's happened with me every time, and you know, maybe it would have happened with this way. You know, maybe Tim didn't know, you know, maybe he didn't have the answers for everything. So I don't know if they forced him out or if he, you know, willingly right. left. Yeah, like he but, didn't. You know, I don't um, think it should have been the last straw like casting for me is like you know okay whatever make right. the movie yeah from, from the reports i've been reading about yeah. uh which are it they've been saying that it was very amicably nobody nobody was like upset nobody was mad yeah i'm sure everybody, he'll maybe still get like producing credit i'm sure he's still gonna yeah. be probably yeah. on as a producer the uh which are the one thing is that i also heard that he also wanted to kind of change the tone a bit like that was yeah. the that was like kind less, of like his next less move. comedic yeah it was gonna be less comedic and ryan reynolds necessarily didn't want that he wanted mm. it to kind of keep to the comedic and do everything like that and you know, yeah. that, and they said more style. Yeah, wasn't the first one stylized? Like, 
Uh, well, yeah, they had the, you know, the slow-mo opening credits scene. Like, I think it was stuff like that he wanted more of, but which the, would have went, made the budget go up. Well, the thing is that a lot of things that, uh, which I, the, a lot of the special effects was done by Blur Studios, which uh, Tim, Mer- Tim Miller made and created, um, in which a lot of them, they fit the bill for a lot of those, right. a lot mm-hmm. of that stuff. So you're not going to get Blur Studios. Makes sense. So uh, Blur Studios, is, I'm, I'm not sure if they're going to stay on to do their special effects. Who knows? Or anything like that. If like if everything was amicable enough where they're going to go like, yeah, like, it's cool. I'm not going to direct it anymore, but I'll still do all the special effects and everything right. like that. But hopefully yeah. it still works Yeah, hopefully out. it's still good. Because yeah. yeah. that's a great, the first Deadpool was great, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. especially the, the long journey that project right. had taken, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah, especially for almost not being made to be yeah. one of, like, the best movies. That yeah. Was, which are one of the, like, was better highest. than BVS. <laughs> that's debatable, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's, that's let's, debatable? That's, okay. you know, not the ultimate yeah. cut. You can't bring that. The ultimate cut counts. Okay, and just, uh, <laughs> another quick thing is uh, you guys saw the Logan trailer? Yes. Which looks yes. really cool. That looks good. Talk yeah. about fucking stylized. Yeah, that, uh, Johnny. Uh, I think it was hurt. They cut it to. Yeah, yeah really. I love that shit. And was, I was, I, I posted it saying like this, like do more superhero movies like this, where it's you know more uh, gravitas and just dramatic, you know, at its core. And you know, there it wasn't this huge, massive spectacle. Granted, I'm sure there's going to be spectacle up the wazoo. Mm-hmm. But that at its core it feels like it's something a little bit um character driven more yeah. serious yeah character driven right. it's kind of and uh, i like that mm-hmm. to be totally honest it kind of felt like an old western yeah like well the way. comic yeah. it's based off of is just yeah, like yeah. unforgiven meets wolverine yeah but that's the know? that's the one thing i really like about it is that mm-hmm. i feel like they got a script and then they were like oh this would work for wolverine mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like it was like a good script already and they were like well let's put dabits of wolverine in there and right. some x-men stuff and then that would be an even better movie and I think that's what you should do for a superhero movie. Don't, uh, we have too many movies that are very similar as in the superhero genre. And I think this is going to be that one. I think that's going to be one of the movies that's kind of like, this is different. And I think it's everybody's well, I mean, movie. Yeah, I, I think that's, I agree on that. You know, I mean, I don't know if that'd be a giant slap in the face to those screenwriters, but it's like, you know, 20th century just bought my fucking crime thriller heist movie. And then they turn it into like, you know, I don't know, uh, you know, goddamn Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. But, you know, it's like, <laughs> right. I wouldn't mind that as like Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah. That'd be kind of tight. Yeah. That would be cool, you know. Yeah. I mean, like that would be that would be neat. I wish they would do that, where they just, you know, th- they shouldn't be blowing up the world in every right. Film, you know, or I think we're over. Yeah, there, there shouldn't be a giant portal that we always have to shut down. Right. Speak, yeah. Speaking of that, um, Guardians two. Did you guys see? The, it wasn't really a trailer. It was a teaser. It was a teaser trailer. Yeah. The teaser. Yeah. I mean, I'm. Yeah. You know. I. I'm down exactly you know, what I thought it was going cool. to be. It looks more of like the first one, which I love the first one. So I'm like, go. I wasn't like jumping up and down, like thrilled. I, I was, I love James Gunn. Mm-hmm. It looked good. It made me laugh. Right. And smile. And I'm like, cool. Right on. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, that's pretty much it. You know, that goes in the, the realm of like, uh, there's been a lot of really serious stuff. And, you know, sometimes you just need to break free and have some really fucking weird, ridiculous stuff. Sorry. Can I swear? Oh, oh yeah, totally. I'm, this is like, worry, I'm M-rated. Gonna, uh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna do it too. Right. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> we Fuck swear him. all the time. Yeah. Uh, what was it? But I, I think that uh, what's really good is I know some people were actually disappointed because they didn't show anything from like what's gonna be in the new uh, mixtape. Like, what kind of oh. music are they gonna be using in this one? Right. And you know what? Oh, yeah. I think I think it really does work with, by yeah. them still using the same soundtrack. Well, still... I'm probably sure they're gonna use Hooked on a Feeling. Well, the reason why I thought it was again. genius was because 
even if you weren't following superhero movies and you didn't know who it was and you don't and you're a little kid or anything like that, as soon as you heard that song, you were like, "It's Guardians yeah, of the Galaxy." Definitely. Yeah, that was it's, the first it's thing like you its thought. signature. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's almost like Guardians theme music. As good as the music was in that movie, it was more so the soundtrack that, that was right. more iconic. Oh, that's, than a, yeah. that's like off. Yeah, and I think that's so perfect by using that, and you know, that makes the that makes the trailer. I mean, the teaser just soar even further than it would have without definitely. it. Yep. Yep. Cool. So, well, it's even kind of like you know, going back to Iron Man. You know, like uh, Black Sabbath's Iron Man was, you know, that it's right there in the friggin' title. So, right. yeah. I wish I wish more Marvel movies would do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I where mean, they they had some some kind of iconic existing you know song. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a uh, which yeah. I, like I, I still remember the first Iron Man where it just ended with Black Sabbath's Iron Man. Right. And that was like one of the coolest scenes mm. of just like him shooting a tank and then it, it beginning the song. Dude. And it was like that was badass. Yeah. And you're going like, oh, I can't wait for yeah, this movie man. to come out. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and that was always great. Yeah. Cool. So that pretty much rounds up all the news that happened this week. Um, can, can we talk about Rogue One at least? Oh, uh, we, we weren't we weren't here for Rogue One. We weren't here for Rogue One. This the last trailer, right? Yeah, the latest trailer. Uh, we could talk about it for a sec. Yeah, uh, what'd you guys think of Rogue One? You know, the Rogue One. I trailer. liked this new trailer better than the last one. The last one, I was like, eh, it's fine. Yeah. But the new one, I was like, all right, okay. Yeah. Well, the last one, the last one ended. The last one, not this most recent but the previous trailer ended with her like facing off of the tie fighter yeah. right yeah yeah that was a cool ending. That was pretty cool i gotta say that was a good like image yeah i don't think you could top that have you See, guys seen the uh bc boys sabotage version that someone cut somebody, to it? somebody cut sabotage with it yeah like mm-hmm. how the star trek funny. one had it no i oh wow no was that was that like uh the the youtube guy unusual suspect or something uh, I think that... maybe maybe, maybe. I just, that's, yeah. that's yeah. actually really funny it's I, a, I need to check that out yeah. mm. it's i i think that's probably been my favorite trailer although <laughs> rogue one well any press really is good. good press right like, no yeah, yeah. uh which I'll, i think that the the trailer really does work especially since they uh what they did is they finally showed off darth vader right and well, they finally showed it like you actually they, they finally seen it they finally show it so that way uh anybody who was confused of whether or not this was episode eight or confused on what timeline this is or mm-hmm. where exactly this movie takes place. Everybody's like, well, Darth Vader's in it, so obviously it must take place sometime before the original trilogy. Yeah. So that's kind of good. Cool. Um, so, Though, you know, I what has me concerned is just the fact that they reshot, like, what, what's the right. percentage? Like, uh, like maybe 30 of the movie or something. It was, uh, it yeah. was 30%, but you know what? Uh, to be totally honest, from, like, reports that I've been reading, most of them are kind of saying, like, either they were they were action scenes or connection scenes to action scenes or, you know, different stuff. Like, they wanted to go tonally or, like, a joke didn't land that they wanted. Right. So that was that. Hey. Huh? Yeah. Hey, man, I'm all for it if it makes it better. But, you know, Suicide Squad. Uh, true. Hey, you know what? Suicide Squad would have would have been a great movie if it wasn't a fucking hole in the sky and they had to go turn it off. Like yeah. I think that would have been a bad movie. There was a good movie. Somewhere. Yeah, there was a good movie in there. They just yeah. fucked. They just didn't know how. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, just, it was yeah. the structure. I, I'm telling you, it was like the structure of the movie. Uh-huh. The studio was like, huh? You know what? We need to establish all the heroes before the threat, and then uh-huh. like. I don't know. It was all ass backwards. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. The, the the sad part is, is that after I got out of that movie, I do remember talking with I think it was either Gene or somebody else, and we uh-huh. broke down the movie and we were like, "Oh, all you had to do was change like four things, yeah. mm-hmm. and that movie would have been great." Like, <laughs> like all you needed was like changing that they aren't that they weren't that they didn't just meet, 
and make it that they are a standing team. Don't yeah. make it that. Uh, which yeah. are, don't make there's, it that there's there a giant. Was, there was orb. a lot we could have changed. Yeah. Don't make it that there's a giant orb. Don't make the world ending because then why wouldn't the superheroes come? Yeah. 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 Right. Oh. I mean, like that. That was my biggest complaint. Was right. to in order for the way I saw it, and you know how I you know sort of uh, uh, registered it in my mind. I'm like, oh, it's Escape from New York, but with like supervillains. I'm yeah, like, that's that. really that's cool. You know, and, then it was, and I'm a big John Carpenter fan and, and a big Escape from New York fan and LA, despite what many may think. Uh, <laughs> and but, uh, you know, the thing that made those movies work was, you know, they were recruiting a guy that was expendable Mm-hmm. But he was going to blend in with a bunch of other people that were bad or equally bad or worse. Right. So he can, like, he's infiltrating an area or, or, or a group or an organization and trying to, like, you know, assassinate somebody or, or grab somebody and retrieve somebody and bring it back. You know, with Suicide Squad, it was like, we're going to send you guys in and do this and that. And it's like, well, they're not really infiltrating anything, you know. If you if there's a big 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 problem, send in the superhero. Send in Superman. Why yeah. isn't it? Why isn't Batman there? Right. I well, I, Superman I, was dead, but Batman totally, should have been there. But to be least. totally honest, I think the the yeah. movie the movie is just way better if it was like, okay, these guys are gonna go stop the Joker from getting a dirty bomb. Right. That's, if it was something yeah. like that's that. The, yeah. all, all of a sudden, yeah. the movie comes right. like eighty percent. Yeah. yeah, that's a great movie because then you have all these villains who are, you know, like either masking into like an organization or doing something like that, you know, like the comics, yeah. and then it works. Would have been better. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we just, uh, sorry guys, we need to wrap up this segment. Um, we're just going to cut away now to a quick interview I did at Scare LA with uh, some of the stars of Paranormal Activity, the marked ones. Um, we have George Diaz and Gabriel Wash. Gabriel Wash. Cool, and we'll cut away to that. And Hi, this is uh, Gino Versa. I'm here at Scare LA with the Waffle Press Podcast, and I'm here with... What's up, guys? This is Jorge Diaz uh, from Paranormal Activity of the Marked Ones. I played Hector. Hector. Hi, this is Gabrielle Walsh, and I played Marisol. Awesome. So how are you guys enjoying the con so far? Um, really enjoying it, man. This is my... some really cool stuff here. Yeah, some great costumes. It's my first time here. And I'm, I'm like excited to check out some of the mazes. I heard the mazes are really good. It's uh, been the coolest costume you've seen so far here. Um, I think the scarecrow. I mean, there was this little girl that was dressed as Chucky. Chucky. And, Chucky. She, <laughs> and she was like fully committed. This little girl might, it could have been more like older than six dead years old. Dead eyes, dead eyes, man. Yeah, and she's like a full character. Like her, she like really embodied that character. <laughs> it's I hilarious. I saw someone who like had a full like body like. Cast like it was. She looked like I don't know, almost like species. You know how species oh, yeah, look. Do you remember yeah. her? And her, yeah, skin was just. I don't know. I can't even describe it, but it was awesome. And also, we just met Elvira, which I was super excited yeah, about because yeah, oh, cool. I've was, never met her. And she looks amazing, man. I like. She looks great for her age. I was like, what? I've been watching her since I was a little kid. Yeah. Um. So you know, this is gonna air in October. You know, it'd be a horror themed podcast. Right. Do you um? Why? Are, like, what interests you, like, in horror? Like, what what makes it so, like, interesting, in your opinion? Well, I think I've always been, uh, I've had an interest in it. Because, I mean, because based on personal experiences, my house was haunted as a little kid. Really? And we used to think my mom was crazy. And me and my brother were like, Mom, you're crazy. And it wasn't until me and my brother started having experiences of our own, like, hearing footsteps, getting touched. And this happened for years. And on and off it would happen for, it happened for, like, decades. Because I went to college, I came back. My mom would still see the same shadows. My mom used to see things at the foot of her bed. And it wasn't until they sold 
their house two years ago, like our family house, which is in the middle of LA. A me, our friend that was a medium came over and we didn't tell her anything. And she validated every single experience. And she told us, the house, mind you, had been remodeled already. And she told us, this, like, this room, there's a vortex right here and that's where my mom's bed used to be. It was crazy. <laughs> I mean, but like, that's why I've always been like, oh my God, this is, this is real. There's like a, you know Jorge what I mean? has a deep personal connection yeah. <laughs> with the undead. Um, for me, I think it's just a jolt thrill of everything you know that yeah. exciting like drop in your stomach that reminds you that you're still alive that's why i love horror and halloween and all she gets on getting stuff. cast in horrors yeah it seems to be my thing i get bit by beautiful vampires and get to work with the paranormal so. yeah, exactly. and one last question um so in you know april four in paranormal activities and mark ones it's probably the only like uh, a horror film that had like a like hispanic cast that i right. can think of in a long time and like that's really surprising because uh, Hispanic culture has a lot of like cool ghost stories. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how does that feel, or like, what can you say about like diversity and like horror films? I guess. I think just uh, diversity in general, but I, uh, I yeah, mean. Yeah, Christopher Landon, the director, made a point of that. And he's worked on um, uh, all the previous four films except for the the first one, I believe. And uh, he's been writing for the film. He's the writer and the director of our film. And um, he wanted to bring it back to its roots, you know, where like Santeria and all the paranormal activity and the land culture is very big on all of that. So I felt like that was like respect, bringing it back to its roots. Yeah, and there's so much to explore in that whole world, like of like Brujeria and Santeria. And um, I feel they should just keep on exploring because there's so much there. And I feel there's so much of the, of like, Horror film audience, a lot of it, a strong percentage are like uh, Hispanics, you know what I mean? So um, I feel they should keep on, you know, like telling stories. Yeah, and you know, I mean, but you know, it's kind of hard to have it with black people because black people run. They just get out of the house. <laughs> get the house, I am gone. <laughs> people have the food. And apparently, apparently, according to the marketers, we shoot back. Latinos shoot back. They're like, fuck this shit. <laughs> yeah, cool. Awesome, Joe. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah, for sure, man. Cool. We're back from the interview. Um, Right now, we're going to do a uh, quick activity. Part of it is uh, pitch a movie. We uh, have a horror movie that we're all going to go around and say it has to be one. Was it? We're going to. Was it say one quality? It has to be. Mm -hmm. It has has to be a quality, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it could, you know, has to be. Well, of course, it has to be horror. But you guys could add like a star. Something happened in the plot. Um, has to be in a setting, so on and so forth. So um, we'll start with uh, Nick, then we'll go to Renee, and then James and John. All right. So uh, my studio note is that the end villain has to be a giant spider. <laughs> that's like okay. your main thing. You like to. That's like your go-to. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know about it before, and I was like, you know what? Let's make it the it. Let's make it it. Why not? Because that ended with a giant spider. Jeans. All right, uh, <laughs> like, right Renee. Jeans like fuck me. Um, it's gotta have a dramatic twist, but I'm trying to think of what kind of a twist. Oh, though. Come back okay. to that one. Yeah, we'll come, back. Back. come back. Go to, to James. Okay. Uh, I think we gotta give something for the male audience. We gotta give a little female uh, nudity. Okay. But. We're going to do something a little bit more risque, fellas. we got to give right. something to the ladies, so we need a little male frontal nudity. So you okay. has to catch Dame Judy Dench. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's good to have the chicks. John? Okay. Um, 
Jeez. <laughs> so we got Spider. We have Twist. We have both female and male nudity. Right. Uh, let's, uh, you know, who? there's a community that hasn't been really um, celebrated in the media, and that's uh, hermaphrodites. So if we could... <laughs> We what? could get that. Yeah, we got to have hermaphrodites in there, at, at least one. Wow. So Wait, hold on. That establishes the female and male nudity. <laughs> okay. Very progressive film, guys. All right. Wait a minute. Can it just be that? Oh, my God. Yes. I already know how to, I already know how to put that together. That's, yeah. It's disgusting and, grill, and brilliant at the yeah. same time. <laughs> Yeah. All right. And For me, the 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 hermaphrodite has to be somehow in control of the spiders. <laughs> okay. But that's the twist. You never know. <laughs> All right. I'm writing notes right now. It's gonna be the most interesting the, movie. The, the hermaphrodite is like laying these laying these eggs, like you know, yeah. but also it has female, so it's like laying these female eggs of spiders. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for that. That just gave you that. Great. Oh okay. God. Done. All right. <laughs> That, this is going to be like the best movie. Well, is the twist that you find out that she is a hermaphrodite? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, like the yes. crying game. Like the crying game, yeah. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah. And she's like laying eggs. So it's like Alien meets the crying game. <laughs> oh, yes. It's going to be the best. <laughs> all right, this is going to be fun when we get back to it. I can't wait to see Jean squirm on like all, and then she opens her bra and shows you her breasts. Oh, jeez. All right. <laughs> So I think um, I have that all down. So when we get to that, like in 30 minutes, I'm going to give like the best hermaphrodite spider story. Yeah. <laughs> hermaphrodite spider story. Can that, be on, can that be on the poster? Uh, sure, why not? It's the best hermaphrodite spider story you'll see all year. You're right. That is, that it's is like a, that alien. Is, that is a little crying, crying game. Alien in a crying game. With no spiders. All right. It's got to have a great title. It's got to have a great title. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have, all right, yeah, that, yeah. Cool. All right, so we have we have ovaries. Uh, over. Ovaries. <laughs> that's, uh, that's it. That's the title. That's the title. Ovaries. Okay. No, it would shock you. You're not too far off on like this. Isn't too far off what sci-fi does. Like, <laughs> no, I could imagine. Wait, hold on. Are you being serious? That's kind of what sci-fi does. They go like, oh, what about if we do this? Right. Well, it, it all comes for them. It's like they reverse engineer it. They come up with a uh, a, a cool title. Uh-huh. Like, like they came up with damn sharks mm-hmm. and they're like, damn sharks, sharks in a river that are building dams. Wait, they work backwards? Human body parts. What? They work backwards. Like they make up the title first and then they go, okay, how are we going to do this? Absolutely. <laughs> that's Absolutely. awesome. Yeah. That's exactly how they did it. That's how they did uh, airplane versus volcano. Okay. They, so they my move. thing was that when you guys heard about airplane versus volcano, at what point were you like, oh, why don't they just fly away? Well, that was yeah, yeah. That was well. That was the the thing was everyone was thinking. Well, it's just a scene. So, and uh, we first when they asked us, like, "Hey guys, what do you, what do you think? Can you pitch for it?" And we're like, "No, that's stupid." <laughs> <laughs> and so I think a few days later they came back and they said, uh, "Can you like rethink that?" Or like you know, they they just told us the situation that like no nope. no one is really coming up with like anything good they're all coming up with the same thing which was flight of the phoenix mm-hmm. like that kind uh, of storyline right. and th- they're saying people are like actually upset like filmmakers are really mad that they can't figure it out <laughs> and so we, we it, then like, Pandora's sat down box? and we're like <laughs> if we if we had to do it 
how could we do it in, that in our voice and you know it would be something that we'd have fun with and we'd like and i think we're saying oh it's got to be speed in the air they never right. land yeah. And we're like, mm-hmm. okay. And then so we started laughing and we're just thinking of the most ridiculous things possible. And uh-huh. we started laughing some more. It's always late night, you know, kind of delirious, yeah. you know, kind of that's where you get the good ideas when Definitely. you're just chuckling and laughing at yourself silly, gotcha. thinking of the dumbest shit. I think one of us, I don't know if it was me or if it was you that said, if we had to do it, like we came up with this one idea for a scene. And I think it was the wing scene that we're like, if. Yeah. If we did this and then we laughed so hard for like five minutes and then that settled and then we kind of like shared a look and we're like god damn it we have to do that movie now just <laughs> yeah. that's right. I, the, the ironic thing is yeah, that as I was, I was looking through the imdb and i know somebody that's in the movie and now i just can't wait to ask them it, to tell me their experience on <laughs> airplane versus volcano oh who was it who was it yeah. oh uh lawrence jacobs Lawrence Hilton Jacobs, you know him? Yeah, I know Lawrence Hilton Jacobs. Yeah, so now I now I wanted I didn't know he was in that movie. No, he was great too, man. He brought everybody to. <laughs> yeah, he he he's fantastic. I love that guy. <laughs> he's story a... on that set was uh, we were telling him just like how cool he was because uh-huh. he was just like naturally cool, and we were like, dude, like you're like fucking Shaft. <laughs> <laughs> well, then he's like he was like I'm so. I was supposed to play Shaft. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I auditioned for that fucking part like eight times or something. Uh, you know, so interesting. He was such a cool guy. I he thought had it was stories I, and so cool. I thought it was super funny because last time I was talking to him, I remember looking at his IMDb page and uh, seeing that he was in Static Shock and just nerding out with him about Static That's Shock. Great. But he was only in like two episodes, and he's just like, I don't know, I was only there for two episodes. I just, <laughs> I just cool. did a voice and I left. <laughs> So, guys, we're going to cut away to another interview. Um, that's okay. the Scare founder, Laura. Hi, this is Gina Versa. I'm here at Scare LA with, um, at, with the Wolf Press Podcast, and I'm here with... Laura Ivanova, founder and executive producer of Scare LA. So, Laura, how's the uh, con been going so far? It's been phenomenal. We opened to a long line this morning. Everybody uh, flooded the show floor within minutes, and we found ourselves covered in fog and monsters, just like we like it. It's only August, but Halloween has begun here at Scarily. Like a horror film. And speaking of which, uh, what is your favorite horror film? Uh, when a stranger calls. It's not really even a, I mean, I guess it is a horror film, but it's more, to me, it's like a suspense, um, freaking out film. <laughs> I guess that's what horror is about. Cool. Uh, what's the coolest costume you've seen here so far? You know, I saw, a, I don't know about it, it was the coolest one, but uh, one of the cosplayers uh, lifted um, his skirt, and I noticed that he had actually taken the attention to detail to cover his underpants in paint. Uh, so he went so thoroughly dressed up that, you know, he didn't miss a detail, even things that you couldn't see on the outside. So that was really impressive to me. I mean, they were, it was a bit much, <laughs> but I definitely thought it was interesting. And last question: um, Why? Why do you think horror and like Halloween? Why is? Why do? Why do people like fought, um, like enjoy it so much, or why do they like to get scared? I guess. I think we like to get scared because ultimately, every time we overcome fear, something scary happens, and then we are okay at the end of it. We feel exhilarated. It's life affirming. We feel we've survived. You know, just potential danger. I think we're, instinctively we're wired to feel good after a good scare. 
Um, and this is what Halloween is about. I mean, it's a safe environment to experience fear, to get startled, but then at the end of the day, have a positive experience and laugh about it. Hey guys, just interrupting the podcast to tell you we have another interview coming up with Brian Sapir and Neil King of We Are Indie Horror, a website for horror shorts and just horror news. They have featured me and my films a couple months ago in a few articles, so check it out. Hi, this is Gina Versa. I'm at Scare LA, and I'm interviewing Brian Sapir from We Are Indie Horror. Neil King from We Are Indie Horror. Cool. Get out of here. <laughs> really? Yeah, we're, I, how, how do we not know each other? Yes, you know. It's just a thing. <laughs> so how's the day been going so far, guys? Oh, man, it's been crazy. So many people, so many things going on. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of things. Uh, so many experiences. Like, this is the coolest thing because we didn't have this last year where it was like experience after experience after experience here. Yeah, plus I'm a pro, I'm a associate program producer of the, fe- of the convention, so I've been running around putting out fires all day. Oh, wow. You run uh, We Are Indie Horror, and I know this personally because uh, my short film was featured on there. Um, what can you uh, tell us about your website? Uh, well, we're a community of independent horror artists that span around the world aimed at connecting, promoting, networking, and inspiring a new generation of horror creators and horror lovers. Yeah, pretty much that's it. Uh, we, we want to make sure that people are knowing that there's original, unique horror stories still to be told. And it's not all about the sequels and the remakes anymore, because that's where the studios are. We know that outside the studios, there's so much talent and so many awesome stories to be told, so we want to make sure the world sees it. Um, what, what has been your favorite part of like watching all the shorts? I like when, honestly, it's when I find a filmmaker who you can watch them grow, because we work with a lot of brand new people. A lot of people send us like their first ever film. And you watch it, and it's good. The story's there, the characters are there, but you know they're really low budget. They didn't have a microphone, they didn't have a sound, they didn't have a good camera. And then you watch their next project, and they've learned, and they've grown, and it's so great. A good example of that is a guy named David Boucher, who's uh, from Tennessee, and had this one movie that he made a few years, a few years ago, and it was the story was there, but it was nothing special. But then he turned around and made a film uh, called In the Dark, and it is just so mind-blowingly brilliant. The story that the sound, the lighting, everything, and just watching him, him grow and watching these new filmmakers. You know, I feel like I've, in the past year, I've become a fan of like about a hundred new filmmakers that no one else really knows is out there. I like, I personally really enjoy seeing the recognition of the other filmmakers come from it. Um, a lot of times we'll know the people that we fo- uh, feature have nothing going on. They, they, nobody's covering them for one reason or another we write one article and it just blows up and they get the recognition and then we see that their film's getting into festivals and they send it to us first and it's like, that's really cool to see and actually see the success of these people go through it. It's, it's just a very exciting thing. Yeah, definitely. And two more questions. So favorite horror film? Oh my God, what an asshole. Um, <laughs> it always changes because I watch so many movies. I don't like to say like my all-time favorite horror film is this, but if I had to say my all-time favorite horror film would probably be like Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I can just watch that movie over and over and over and over again. See, I'm always asked this question. I always have to give my top five, and the thing is it changes from time to time. Uh, Just depending on... He has one. Dude, I can't do one. I'd pick one. I can't do one. You can pick one. No, I can't. Pick one. No, because then I feel bad for the other ones. You're going to say Halloween. Of course I'm going to say Halloween. That's number one. And that's allowed. (laughs) He asked for number one. He didn't ask for top five. No, because now I feel bad for Freddy and I feel bad for Pinhead and that they're not on the list. And 
It's not fair. No, but he's had to ask your favorite. It, it's got to be Halloween. Okay. Uh, Halloween is, is the movie that really got me into filmmaking in general, and especially when it comes to indie horror. Uh, you watch Halloween, and that is the essential independent horror film. They had to rake up leaves and throw them in back into the bag to redistribute them in every scene. Like, that's ridiculous, but it's, it's indie horror at its best. Not to mention, to add on to that, uh, you can watch Halloween without any sound on mute, and it's still just as scary and just as effective. And Absolutely. it's really rare for a film, for a horror film, to be able to do that. Or you could do the opposite and just listen to the soundtrack, and it's still frightening and terrifying and amazing. It's quite... It's, it's, a, it's a solid film. Yeah. Strong, strong All around. <laughs> Why do you uh, think it's so important, uh, horror as a genre? Like, it... I, I can't say exactly what it is that people like about it. I know what I like about it. For me, it's fun. Um, and it's challenging because I, I used to be really scared when I was a kid. And it, it, it makes me feel stronger. Like, I can... It's a, the things that used to scare me don't scare me. Um, but it's a community. I mean, you know, you don't have comedy conventions. You don't have drama conventions. There's no rom-com conventions. You know, there's horror conventions. Yeah. Um, that's, well, it's, it's the great unifier. The people who like horror, know horror get together. You see a guy with a horror tattoo or a horror shirt, instantly your friend, right? Yeah, absolutely. And for me, horror is all about the fear. Um, at a very young age, I saw horror films and I kind of found them to be a very fun thing. But then as I got older, I really started studying them and understanding why they're so important to our society. And when you go back and watch horror films in history and you understand what's actually going on in the world, they mimic the fears of the world. And the good ones and the popular ones are really the ones that... that are the scary ones. For example, now we're very much into home invasion films. Uh, the home invasion films are killing it because everyone's afraid of their own privacy. And, it, and for me, horror really says something about uh, society as a whole. So when studying them, I just find it very, very fascinating. And then the second thing would be the fun factor of it. Uh, being scared and having that adrenaline rush and always feeling like someone's stalking you or right behind you is, is just something I live for. Cool, cool. And where can uh, we find you guys at? Uh, you can go to weareindiehorror.com. You can find us on Facebook.com slash weareindiehorror. We're also on Twitter at wearehorror um, and YouTube, weareindiehorror. Awesome. Cool. Yep. Thank you so much, guys. Hey, thank you. Keep the fear alive. All right, guys, back from the interview. We're on to a new segment that we have on the Waffle Press. It's called The Great Debaters. So movies are subjective. You know, some people could like them. Some people just really hate certain movies. Um <laughs> On this segment, we're going to have a movie that one person dislikes and one person really likes that they will then debate and then we'll judge. So for this segment, we're going to have James and John talk about the movie Dead Girl, which came out 2006 or? Yeah, it was a while back. 2008, it Okay, 2008. Can I just say, why isn't the segment called The Master Debaters? Master Debaters. Master Debaters. I don't know. That, to be it totally honest, I, I, put, I put that down as the name, and then we put it in a hat, and then we pulled this one. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was like, it's too obvious of a fun. Yeah, it was, was like, it too no, obvious? It's too yeah, obvious. A bit. It's, it's too obvious. Hey, yeah. It's too masturbatory. Too cool. Um, so, Dead Girl. Um, just going to do a quick synopsis. Uh Two teens, they find uh, a zombie. They fuck it. And, well, <laughs> that's, that's uh, yeah. who's a uh, girl their age. They're two, uh, you know, horny teens. And, and they they, they both have their own ideas. So, uh, giving the floor to you guys, we'll start okay. with. Mm -hmm. well, well, can I make my case first? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. 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 And wait, hold on. You're for the movie, correct? You were totally for the movie. I'm against. Okay, okay. you're against the movie. I want to make sure. I just want to okay. make sure. All right, yeah, go yeah. for it. 
John's in the defense, so I'll make okay. my case. Okay. So the the what this movie really is about is <clears throat> for a good two thirds or so, maybe a half, the first half of the movie, these guys, you know, both kind of loners, kind of down on their luck, just losers, kind of like what we were in high school and everything. I kind of related. It wasn't a bad movie. It was a very well acted movie. I liked both actors. Both went off to do bigger, better things. And um, you know, it had a great setup. Where they find uh, they they go into this abandoned mental hospital or whatever, and they go into like the basement, and there's like this locked door area. They break that open because why not? And <laughs> they, you know, go back there and they find this, you know, half naked, you know, uh, woman. No, no, in fact, she was all naked, just strapped down to this like medical table or whatever. And they're like, "What do we do?" <laughs> you know, kind of like incoherent, kind of screwed up. And uh, I don't know. I can't remember what the turning point was as far as like why they decided to start banging her. Okay. She but was naked. That's they funny. did. And I'm like, okay, where is this going? I mean, she's really gross looking. I mean, really screwed up, like <laughs> dirty. She's, she's a zombie. Um, yeah, she's yeah. naked. I mean, right. we're all horny teens, but yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> not <laughs> not zombie is standards. where, you know, we should draw the line. <laughs> They, they, they find out that she was a zombie or they find out that she was dead later because like something <laughs> goes wrong or she like kind of attacks one of them or something like that. And one of them like hits her or something and like breaks her neck or, or something like that. And they realize like, oh, she's still alive. She won't die. Mm-hmm. And I'm like that, that. That was rather early on. Was okay. it? Well, but I remember thinking like three quarters into the yeah. movie, they're still banging her. Like the movie wasn't progressing in any way. They like more and more like so they, they have this dirty little secret where they like every day go back and like continue to bang the, the, the dead girl. And then like other people start to find out uh-huh. this secret and everything like that. And they're like trying to hide it. And when people find out, they like lure other dudes there to like bang her. And then right. like she bites off a dude's dick. Like, oh, no. The whole time I'm just like she's a zombie. Why isn't anybody rec- like recognizing she's a zombie? Somebody like have have somebody get bitten. So this movie can get fucking interesting. It just it had a good setup in my opinion. It okay. didn't get really cool and interesting until the very end, in my opinion. What when it ended? It, it did end. <laughs> like, it ended. Yeah. So the credits were like, like the, oh, the credits really were like that's the, the good part. The last ten minutes were <laughs> it ended just as it started getting good, and I'm like, oh, finally it's taking off, and right. then end. I'm like, right. oh, you like you wanted to see the la- like the last ten minutes. I want to see a movie of that, like the last ten minutes. Exactly. It's like the setup should have been good. Like the, I like the setup. Okay. But it should have gotten to the last ten minutes way quicker, and then let the movie continue on after that. Because I don't know. It, it just there wasn't enough conflict, or there wasn't enough interesting things for me to continue watching. I'm just like, oh my god, why? Why are they going back? Why are they? Why do they continue to, to bang this thing? And their justification was, you know, we're not going to get anything better than this. And I'm like, you're both good-looking guys. You're going to be fine. Right. It's like, you're only like, what, 15? It's like, you know, yeah. wait a bit. Probably, you know. That's like, you all have better options. Than that the honestly is like two high school, but they're both good-looking guys. I mean, yeah. they would have gotten laid way right. more times. Honestly, it's like uh, Ama- sounds... Amazing Spider-Man. It's like, he's, it's like, he's, he's super nerdy. He's super nerdy. None of the chicks want him, and it's Andrew Garfield. It's like, I'm sure yeah. it's like, no chicks want him. Really? And Andrew Garfield gets laid in that movie. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. bullshit. Yeah. You know what? It's does. not like that. That's, okay. that's really weird of two, uh, which are two very good-looking kids and then looking at a crack whore and going... <laughs> Yeah, well, fuck that. That's fine. <laughs> That's movie, man. And I'm like, as much as I like the actors, the the aesthetic of the movie is good. The the acting is good. The con the content, the story, 
just doesn't work for me. It is garbage movie. You know, the filmmakers I think went on to do bigger and better things, but right. you know, but it just the movie just did not do it for okay. me, man. So okay. that's uh, well, you'll rest your case. Yeah, that's okay. that's pretty much all. I'll end it on that. Okay, so we'll go uh, to uh, the movie. Gotcha. We'll go to John. Okay, Dead Girl. This was a sleeper hit, and uh, it was one of those things that kind of was under the radar. And I, I uh, there were a few movies that are called Dead Girl. This one's one word: Dead Girl, not the Dead Girl or anything like that. This is Dead Girl, one word. And uh, at, when I heard people talking about it, I, I didn't really know what was going on. The only thing I heard was it's good. I'm like, all right, so. I bought it on a whim uh, from back when Hollywood video was a thing going out of business and I snatched up as many movies as I could dead girl being one of them. And I'm so glad I did because it is so weird and really like unforgettable in that sense. It is not a garbage film. Well, just because garbage films are good. Garbage films are like, uh, um, Mm -hmm. Serbian film and, you know, uh, uh, human centipede two and three and stuff like that those <laughs> right. are garbage films where the content it's like well maybe the filmmakers should be like almost put under arrest because like this is really just fucked up and wrong okay to me this was more it it almost came off as a black comedy in the vein of john landis that's how it like right. granted like it gets serious but it was uh it, it was in that vein and it was pretty fucking funny Mm-hmm. You know, when it really happened. And I thought it was very smart. It was very well acted. Um, I thought the writing was very well done. It mm-hmm. They had some great twists on common scenes, right. that are like cliched scenes you, you see before, and they totally flipped it on its ear. The fact that they never call her a zombie is also a good thing. It, okay. it gives itself some weight. And um, uh, there, you know, I, I, it, it wasn't a long movie. I don't think it overstated its welcome. I think, uh, let me see, what. how long is this movie? You know, just 100 minutes. Nothing oh, crazy. Way too long for that movie. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't at oh, all. Yeah. And, um, I mean, for a plot that didn't go anywhere? Right. We Are Still Here had way more, We Are Still Here had way more things happening in the movie. And that was like, what, an 80-minute movie or an 82-minute movie? Yeah. No, I, I don't know, but... <laughs> I, I really like this movie a lot. I think it's one of those that um, it's very edgy, and if you give it a shot and are open to it, you mm. might really enjoy enjoy it. And right. you'll definitely never forget it because there are yeah. some great scenes in there that I'm like, that's awesome. Right. It, it was fun. <laughs> does it? Uh, it has like a. Does it have like something to say? Like an interesting message? Would you say? Um, message? Not so much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. like it's so, James so I don't think space. it has a message, but it's, it's definitely it's a, a coming-of-age story, it's and I think it's off. something that a lot of guys... It's a guy movie. Okay. It's a guy A lot movie. of guys can relate to it's it. A dude. It's a, Well, you know what I mean? Like, I think flick. us being losers growing flick. up and stuff like that, it's something... Especially dealing with growing up and not getting the girl, and you always wanted to get the girl, but in this case, you kind of get a girl that's... A zombie. Less than desirable. Right. But in this case, like the one of the the friends is like you know trying to back away from this and it's like no i don't want this like and he has this he desires some someone else that's like this popular cute girl and stuff like that and it, it, it's a great coming of age story with a, a naked zombie <laughs> and <laughs> that that has some great humor that's great gotcha. in it. and uh, <laughs> it's very very dark black humor uh for sure but that it, it really satisfied me it didn't grow like it didn't disturb me and really uh it, it didn't repel me you know 
like those other movies I'd mentioned, like Serbian film or something, where oh. it's just like this is unwatchable and garbage. Cannot watch it. But <laughs> Dead Girl is is great. Are we? Uh, which are, are we okay. deliberating? Yeah. Are, we, are we doing it right now? Like let's, just saying. Let's do the vote. So uh, James won on this one. Okay, now. in favor no. of Dead Girl, I'm no. gonna go with. I think it's a good movie. I would want to see it. What the fuck is wrong with you, Renee? <laughs> this is a whole uh, lot about Well, James, <laughs> James put up good points. I like John's effort in trying to explain at least. Uh, but if anything, I would probably have to go with James. Okay, smart man. Exciting yeah, no. <laughs> vote. Uh, no, it? yeah, I, I, I'm sorry, John, but no, <laughs> just no, just. Everything you said now. It's a very weird movie, but it's fine. It's it's fine that it's a weird movie and everything like that, but the thing is that those kind of weird ass movies should go somewhere. Like like the like the idea of them fucking her, if it would have given them confidence to fuck other women and everything like that, and then they which are those women started turning into zombies and stuff like that, and that's how it started the zombie apocalypse, oh, that would have been fucking cool. That would have been really interesting. Dude, a, a, dude, better, just... a better movie of that sort of same subject matter is uh, Contracted and Contracted 2. Or, or It Follows. Or It Follows as well. Like, right. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. Also yeah. Any of those movie. movies, they actually go somewhere. There's suspense. There's there's yeah. a threat. There's conflict. There's shit that they have to overcome. Mm-hmm. Fucking a girl in the back of a fucking you know, uh, mental hospital or abandoned mental hospital and saying like this is the best thing we got, so better bring <laughs> this girl with me. Yeah, it's just, it's half, just not only that, but also it. I'm ju- I'm just saying like if you really want to see that, I'm sure you could find a clip somewhere, like on like Pornhub or something like that. Yeah. Sure oh god, but it's, <laughs> it, it's not about that. I enjoy the fucking part. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the the fucking uh, dead girl is more like a backdrop. Gotcha. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's not the dude part of the movie. That's not the dude part. That's not a dick flick. <laughs> the movie doesn't have subtext and it doesn't really have anything else to say okay. then right. you know what is it a backdrop gotcha. too so, uh, <laughs> so, so where james the winner james, james is the winner yeah. if you guys ever have this debate again just just know <laughs> just know <laughs> all right yeah so. well check, check this out it's the same writer of cheap thrills uh-huh. uh what else has this guy done doesn't excuse anything. Um, yeah. Like, I, I said that it's like they're talented guys. They're talented filmmakers and everything. Oh. And they've gone on to do better things. Okay. But that movie just for whatever reason just. Gotcha. That, yeah. that, that's, like, that's like saying Tusk was good just because Kevin Smith made Clerks. They, you guys like Tusk. I, I, I did like Tusk. No, no, no. Oh, don't get me Tusk wrong. I love and Tusk. I like yeah. Tusk too. Yeah. I, I really hate Tusk. I love Tusk. Don't get me wrong. I understand <laughs> I just, the movie that it is, but at least that goes somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. No, it's true. No, it's true. It goes somewhere, but it's like, it's still bad. It doesn't go in. Doesn't go to our place where I want to be. Goes in all the great places. <laughs> okay, oh, um, it was really funny. I mean, like we were there at ArcLight, and uh, uh, Kevin Smith opening uh, night did a like surprise Q and A. Yes, okay. oh that's cool. He pulls out his phone, like he pulls up Twitter, and he's like, "Fantastic! Thanks to whoever, like you know, took a picture or took a screenshot." Of the of Justin Long as the walrus, and uh-huh. he like, tweeted saying like, uh, "This is how gay this fucking movie is." Or something <laughs> like that. Uh, which I went, I <laughs> whoever went, in this theater tweeted that that was great. I uh, which I, I went and did the same thing for uh, Yoga Hosers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I'm curious to see it, man. It's, like, um, I, I, you know I heard what? that got a lot of. I I liked Yoga Hosers, and I hated Tus. So you know what? Uh, I would definitely know, rec- I definitely recommend Yoga Hosers. It's yeah. in the same world right. and everything like that. Also, how many movies do you know where you can fight off sausage? Where right. you can fight off Bratsies? Bratsies. They're sausage Nazis. They're sausage Nazis. Uh huh. And Ralph Gunn yeah. steals the show in that movie, right. man. It's 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 really fun. It's like Scott Pilgrim mm-hmm. meets like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. A lot of fun. Definitely do recommend. Yeah, it. do recommend. Um, just kind of going forward, guys. So. Uh, we're going to go back to pitch a movie. I wrote down some notes of, uh, I think we're going with the title Ovaries, right? <laughs> is, that Ovaries? Really, is that really your title? Yeah, that's yes. the title. Like, I, 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 you know, I can't top that. So, you know, <laughs> that's true. I'm not going to change it. Why, why not? It's like teeth. You know, go yeah, simple. Go simple. Yeah, simple. Go simple. There simple. You go. So um, do I have a time moment, Nick? Do you want to time You me? know what? Yeah. Uh, which I'll, I will give you. How, much, how, how long should I give Usually you? it's like two or three minutes, right? Uh, give him five. Ovarian. I'll, I'll give you five minutes. Ovarian, okay. Go ovarian? Ahead. I don't know. I don't know. Ooh. Whatever's Yeah, I like Ovaries, that. Ovarian, I don't know. Ovarian. Okay. All right. So, so tell me when I'm on the clock, guys. I, have, uh, I think on... I could beat the five minutes. You think you could beat the five minutes? I think I can. Like I wrote the, I brought, you know. Alright, if you get if you could beat the high five minutes, I'm gonna give you a high five. Alright, give me a high five. Alright, ready? One, two, go. Okay, so Ovarian is a psychological horror movie. It's it's uh <laughs> Tremors, or excuse me, uh, Eight-Legged Freaks meets uh, The Crying Game. <laughs> and um, Brian and his sister, Brian is a military dude. He got out of the military. You know, he uh, served his time. he uh, been having some troubles since the uh, war. We won't specify what. He uh, tries to, uh, you know, move to a new community with his sister. Um, he moves to this, like, small town, middle of nowhere, like Arkansas, something like that. Um you know, the town, they're all kind of a bunch of skeeters from South Park. The, you know. Um, and when he moves there, you know, he gets a job. But he starts seeing, like, spiders all around the town. You know, it's just like it has a problem. Uh, no one's really figured out what it was. Um, and, you know, he's uh, trying to start, you know, life for himself. His uh, sister tries to set him up with a nice girl. Um, goes on a few dates, doesn't really find anyone. Um, and until one day, uh, this, uh, chick, she moves in, she has a job, you know, has, uh, works in the same place with him. Her name is Jane. Um, he, uh, you know, just gets interested in her, but no one seems to like her for some reason. Um, goes on a few dates, you know, have a cool montage. He, uh, you know, they go on a few dates. Um, she doesn't want to consummate the relationship. Um, and, you know, um... Whenever she's around, there's more spiders, and um, was it they finally was it they go on a date, consummate it, and then it's uh, it's kind of like we have the crying game reveal. It's revealed she has a penis, but was it he uh, distances himself, okay, and yeah. uh, was it he uh, kind of tries to get over it, and then he's uh, he tries to get over it, and yeah, make it work. yeah, like you know, it's like you know, he tries to accept her, you know, for what she is. And um like Mac from It's Always Sunny. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> the greatest way to explain this. Okay, yeah, <laughs> That's sure. The great. great. Okay. Yeah, three minutes. And okay, I have three minutes left. I'm I'm getting to this end of the second act. All right. Second act. It's the second Damn. act, yeah. Go. So like, you know, um you know, he uh, goes on a date. Goes, uh, she goes. He goes to her house, and that's when she turns into a giant fucking spider. <laughs> and um, you know, he goes into her house. She like webs him up. She's gonna like. She takes him into like her lair, and like she reveals her like grand plan is she's like she moves from like town to town, 
like uh, just uh, seeking like a uh, mate. You know, spiders do that to mm-hmm. like have their armies of spiders, whatever. And she consumes everyone in the town with her like giant spider army. She's just like you know weird alien. Uh, maybe you know because he's a military dude, he like heard stories of like communities around the world that have disappeared. And uh, his sister frees him because she like thought something bad. She didn't like this chick. And uh, is it they break out? They uh, kill some spiders, but they uh, they try to uh, convince a town that there's an invasion, but they don't like him. They was it they they're skeptical of him, and they're kind of like he went out with like a dude. That's kind of like <laughs> we don't uh, trust yeah. him. They don't trust him because they're like, you know they're like little fridges. And we don't uh, like you faggots. Yeah. <laughs> we <frolicking> around. <laughs> it's like we don't like your kind around here. Now, now, Skeeter. Anyway, they leave. They leave, it until the spiders take over the town, and him and his sister lead the town. So happy I chose. Spiders. They lead the town in a like a revolt against the spiders, and was they managed to kill her, and like. You know, they they take back the town, and then it's him against you know his former lover, and then like he says like one a one liner like you know eat this or something, and he kills her. The whole community of the whole army of spiders is dead. You know they extract everyone from the town. The military comes until like a spider egg still left, and then you have like the end of the '98 Godzilla where you see the uh, egg moving. That's where the movie yeah. ends. Okay. <laughs> that's uh, uh and it beat the five minute i want the five awesome to be, uh, <laughs> i have to, a couple of i have a couple of ideas jim okay. to, uh, there so, we go. Go first. so do i jim all right you guys go jim um can can i ask you a question jim before you go into go it? ahead um uh how do you feel about the uh for the woman because the penis thing doesn't really almost come into play like you know like what's the big deal what if this part that person can like switch genders like you know at will okay you know, kind of thing to, to be like, totally, you know to be totally honest what i was hoping you were going to do is you were going to do a silence of the lambs type thing yeah where like the spider wants to be human mm-hmm. and like it built a woman body but it didn't. It couldn't decide which gender was appropriate because it's never seen oh, anything right. down there. Yeah. So it chose both. <laughs> That's okay. not bad. That's yeah. Not bad. Uh, yeah. No. And, that, and it's like a mishmash, kind of like a like a Frankenstein's monster yeah. like attachment. And then like the end scene is like her revealing his, her dick. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's the vagina. No. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> see. It's like a vagina uh, at the end a, of a dick. Yeah. And, but the thing <laughs> is that if if we don't have a scene where the spider is dancing around, you know, naked. <laughs> Was, I, I'm gonna walk. Well, I'm no, walking. Okay. See, the one thing is that I want I'm, my money back. The, the one thing I, the one thing I did want is I wanted the dick to either shoot spider web or poison. I wasn't sure which. Okay. Well, I, wanted... I, I think it should. It should be if it's laying eggs. It should be like you know, like trying to lay this giant like dinosaur egg uh-huh. coming out of this like little dick. So you got this like. You know how it <laughs> Whenever water is going through like a hose and it's like the big like, <laughs> it's like the knot it's like, a, the, yeah, it's it's like, like a, a golf, it's like a ping pong ball trying to go through a garden hose <laughs> okay see for me, but I, I think yeah. calling it a psychological thriller probably isn't right maybe you know I would go in the vein of like you know definitely like damn sharks and everything where it's like That's horror right. elements and action and, and definitely comedy obviously right um you know, and if, if there's like, you know, more deaths like around the town and, and everything like that, and it's kind of unexplained, and, yeah. you know, right. a guy meets girl and, you know, thinks they're unrelated, but, you know. Yeah. Well, 
when when he said psychological thriller and then he mentioned like the character the main character and then the character had a sister i thought he was gonna go like the way of like sleepaway camp sleep oh i haven't seen that uh like the ending of sleepaway camp yeah. I'm, i mean i'm not too sure if anyone has ever seen it <laughs> but the, the uh, ending re- like the reveal is like you know the one of the girls ends up being a guy the entire time. Yeah, no, yeah, sure. yeah. So I thought it was going to go like that route. <laughs> and I was like, oh, but right. the one, know, it was pretty interesting. The one thing I did want is I wanted that she was a whore. <laughs> she, she had been the fucking oh, which all, no the which all, the the spider oh okay like the spider had been fucking everyone yeah like species can the lead guy not be like a military guy because we've done that a lot but okay. more relevant to this like could he be like a gynecologist but could we have it that all the guys that are fucking her and everything like that and everybody's had sex with her in the town now start sprouting what, spiders from their mouth, okay. and like it bursts through yeah. their like, chest. You know, and, like, like you know, like two days later, yeah. like, next thing you know, they feel something like, coming. Like it's yeah. just like infestation of, uh, and that's how she's incubating her spiders oh. is inside of their chest or anything like that. And that's mm. kind of like how she's getting away with it. And yes, she could change her gender, and she's fucking both the women and the men. Oh, and it's kind of like, eggs, and that's yeah. how she's been laying her eggs in the entire like town. There you go, and that yeah. way you can actually. Uh, there you go. That way you have all of the uh, the nudity that you wanted from both men and women. Yeah. There you go. Because then Boom. you can. Because the final scene is just a exploded monster, and then yeah. it just lands into a big throbby cock. With 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 eight legs, <laughs> and it just and it just swings, and then legs sprout out of it, and then it walks away, and then it's like to be continued. <laughs> There, there's something about though. There, there's something about having a, a hero that is like you know not necessarily like well trained. Like if this guy like works at the fucking post office, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. You know? Okay. You know, yeah, works at the post day. office. What are you talking about? Then he knows how to use guns. <laughs> I was going to suggest like, what if it's like the sister is the main character, or okay. have the woman be a main character, um, not the not the alien woman, but like if a woman is relocating and she meets a she meets a guy. But then there's this other like whorish girl in the in the same neighborhood. Mm, so they're yeah. we're kind of setting up this like love triangle. Ooh. Like main girl is in, into guy, but guy is kind of or uh, the the whorish woman's into the guy, and so there's kind of this love triangle. But you find out that the guy and the whore are the same person because she swaps genders. Right? There you go. Mm. That'd be kind of tight. Like that'd, that. be cool. that'd be kind of tight. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So, I swear there, to God, there John, was this great. Huh? There was a great episode of X Files that kind of delved into this. I think <laughs> there was yeah. a there was a woman there was a woman who was mixing gender Jesus and fucking people. That's I need to watch I'm this sure, episode yeah, of sure X Files. I'm sure was, there was. There was, was like the ten first, seasons. It was the first season, dude. And <laughs> it was fucking great. Wait, is it as is it as good as the uh, the Wolfman one where it's cops? It's an episode of cops. <laughs> oh, that was a good uh, episode. Well, no, I love that episode. That, that was a great. That episode. was my favorite episode. <laughs> <laughs> That, I that, swear. Was, that was a fantastic episode, but this was the first season, so it was still pretty serious. Oh, okay. But mm-hmm. it was insane. Gotcha. I think with these notes, I would I would love to watch okay. this. Movie. So you you would I watch would, it? I would definitely pay. Yes. I would pay Fuck money yeah. to see this movie yeah. with the notes. Yes, yes. I, with the notes. Yes, I okay. would. De- I, I I liked I oh. liked where you went, but with the notes, 
I would definitely, I would definitely like buy this movie. Gotcha. I, I could see this on Sci-Fi. <laughs> I could definitely see. No, no, wait, no. Sci-Fi would never. Well, okay. Sci-Fi would beat it like over E six and just right. like. Over well, no. See, yeah. the thing is, is that Sci-Fi would cut the the final shot of a throbbing cock sprouting oh, legs. Oh yeah, they wouldn't allow that. So I mean, that yeah. and that's that's I have seen it. That's the sequel. That's the sequel yeah. maker right that's there. That's the sequel. James, yeah, you can John? do all the violence and gore you want, but uh, just not sex. Like nudity and like cursing for them is kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, they want to appeal to the kids demographic. Well, it's like you can squash a baby on camera, okay, and they don't care. Yeah, but if they shit or show a nipple, you're like, Screw no, it. no, that's no. where I draw the line, good sir. <laughs> I like to see where your line is. Yeah. Boys, I swear to God, yeah. if I see this, uh, which I, if I see a commercial for this in from from Sci-Fi, I'm gonna be really pissed off <laughs> <laughs> that we didn't at least get producer credits. <laughs> Yeah, see what happens, man. I mean, it, it all, like I said, it all starts with an awesome title, you know, gotcha. and then they build Over, around it. Ovaries. Yeah. Oh, my Ovaries. God. Ovaries. Cool. cool. I love so, that. Awesome. Good job. Yeah. So, Gene, can uh, we make this movie? Nicely done. Well, yeah, we can make it. Let's make <laughs> yes. it. Yes. All right. So, guys, uh, we're moving on to the next segment, uh, Fantastic Movies and Where to Find Them. So, uh, James, John, I'm going to give you, like, uh, maybe two minutes to... Two minutes each around there to uh, recommend one horror film that you feel like is underappreciated and just kind of explain like why it's underappreciated. Hmm. So um, whoever wants okay. to go first. Are you ready, John? I got one. Yeah, go ahead, dude. Well, I just rewatched uh, this older, to me it's kind of a classic movie. I don't know. I grew up watching it. I don't know why. Um, House 2. I don't know if you ever got, if you guys ever seen House 2. Was it Was it a Japanese movie? No, 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 no. Oh, it was okay, uh, okay. it was uh, by New World Pictures back in oh. um, like 1986. Is it, the, is it the sequel to Smart House? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Just, just House. No, it's I've seen house. these. I've seen <laughs> House One and House Two. They're great. They're actually great. Yeah. And uh, House Two was it was like the first one. I think was was a little bit more horror oriented, but they're very comedic in the realm of like, in my opinion, like Dead Alive or. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, Frighteners, where it's like oh, it's yeah. very goofy yeah. and kind of over the top. Yeah, Fright- Frighteners is awesome. Yeah, Frighteners is amazing. That's that, that one's underappreciated. But I think a lot more people are aware of that one. Like right. House, House Peter 2, Jackson. people yeah. aren't as aware. But, but I rewatched cool. House Two with my girlfriend, and she absolutely hated it. But I, I'm like <laughs> laughing, you know, at it, and I'm like, this is fantastic. And it's it's pretty much about the the second one. It's pretty much about this um, this young guy who inherits uh, his old family's. Um, uh, he was like given up to it for adoption or something, and his like original uh, parents or biological parents um, uh, own this family home, and they were like killed or something by like some evil entity, you know, some like evil ghost spirit zombie thing of this cowboy who had a vendetta against the family. <laughs> that's just the beginning. Okay. And so this guy inherits the house, and he finds out like his whole heritage and. He uh, uh, finds out that his like great grandfather was like this famous adventurer who um, discovered this like crystal skull uh-huh, before Indiana Jones did it. They had a crystal skull, okay. and um, so they dig up his great grandfather because why not? You know, he's like <laughs> yeah. supposedly buried with this like you know uh, uh, priceless crystal skull. So they dig him up and find the skull, but the the great grandfather comes back to life. And he's like this old like prospector kind of you know zombie guy who's like hanging out with them now, 
Okay. And they just like hang out with him for like half the movie, and like he's like you know telling him about the skull that it's this like sort of evil conduit, or like all these evil dark forces are like coming after this thing. So this this house and and everything is kind of this gateway to all these different dimensions and different places and time and whatnot, and all these like weird characters keep on coming out of nowhere and keep on coming after the skull. So there isn't much of a story other than that. Okay. It's a fun, silly, goofy movie. If you like 80s uh, movies where there's like tons of practical effects, puppets, uh, you know, zombies, uh, you know, gunslinging what, zombies. Yes. What, what, what's that char- character actor's name from Cheers? And he's in all the Pixar movies. Like he oh, played the, uh, the ham. What's his name? Uh, Wait, the character actor from Cheers? Yeah, he's been in all and, Pixar. And he was... He was the he yeah, played the ham in uh, Who's Toy that? Story and Looking it up, the Abominable right Snowman. That's yeah, what, that's what that's what computers are for. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, I know I know who you're talking about. But what are you gonna say? Abominable. Do I look like Abominable to you? That, that, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I know exactly. John, John uh, like, uh, what's a, what's his name? John Ratzenberger. John Ratzenberger. Yeah. Okay. There you go. He's probably like he plays the best character in that about movie. It. You know, Bill Maher has a small appearance in it, which really? is interesting. Just okay. showing up, being you know, yuppie. Bill Maher right. looks he exactly. Used to act. That's, I know he did use the act. He, uh, he wasn't very he, good at it. Yeah, I forgot he yeah. act. Um, so John, so I, I want to check this out. I want to check this movie. Yeah, out I, I definitely, I, I definitely want to check this out. That sounds really interesting. Yeah. Uh, it, it should have been made like for kids, but I don't know why it's rated R. It's so okay. fucking cheesy, no, but so much fun. Like no gore or anything. But yeah, John Ratzenberger, he plays an electrician and he finds out like like he's like bashes a hole in their wall, like trying to like check out their wiring. And he like brings them in. He's like, We better go in the other room and take a look. And he looks in, and he's like, Well, there's your problem. Looks like you got some uh, alternate universe in there or something. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> It's like, yes, you know, well, it happens, you know, in houses occasionally, you know, you want to, you know, check like the fifth house I've seen this kind of thing universe. before. I've been doing they, this for 20 years. Yeah. If they, really? if they check their pipes, they could have gotten red, you know, not had that problem. Yeah, man. It's and, like, it's um, red matter. There's gotcha. red matter in your pipes. He, 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 op- <laughs> he opens his toolbox and pulls out like a sword out of <laughs> his toolbox. Fuck? It was amazing. You've seen it too. It great. Oh my God. All right. Now I need to watch this movie. I need to watch this movie. So, so John, do you want to do your recommendation? Yeah, I, it took me a minute to figure one out, but I, okay. I got one. It was also from the uh, the 80s. Okay. Um, let me look it up, see what year. Uh, it's called The Hidden. Okay. And uh, when we were kids, we called this movie The Worm Movie. We didn't okay. really know what the title was. We just, because we were stupid and young, like two or three years old, we were like, ah, it's The Worm Movie. But it's an alien movie, a sci-fi. Um, and I know it's not a horror. Well, it, it says sci-fi horror. So. Okay. Fuck it, whatever. Uh, 1987, um, Kyle McLaughlin from Twin Peaks and Flintstones <laughs> is in it as the lead lead character. Um, it's basically about two cops uh, who aren't partners. They're working on the same case, and they um, are pursuing this uh, person um, going around L.A. causing all kinds of mayhem. And uh, turns out they're, both their cases are the same fucking case, and they partner together. And um, who they're pursuing is uh, a person who is um, basically under control over an a- like a parasitic alien, and it well, it's goes like it's going from body to body. It, exactly, like, it transfers body and goes into another person. And yeah. like, so they think that they're going after one person. In fact, they're going after multiple because this person, you know, 
like it keeps on leaping from body to body and it keeps Jeez. on going on. Yeah. Cool. And it's a great fucking movie. It's uh, <clears throat> purely action and just insanity. It has some cheesy effects, but the, the practical stuff with the alien, it, it doesn't even look like an alien. It just looks like this nasty parasitic thing coming out of um, like uh, coming out of uh, the uh, person's mouth, going into another person's mouth and to, you know, down their throat is by far the most disgusting thing you'll ever see. These like spider legs like come like out of the person's mouth and it like kind of pulls itself out of the person's Jeez. mouth. I'm telling you, spiders it, are in every horror film. Yeah. But every that that is like definitely worth watching alone. But it, I swear if you watch it, it is a great movie. It's just there's very little um it's a really like, fun movie. It, it, yeah. It's it's really a ton good. of fun. You don't really have to think. You just turn it on and it fucking goes. Yeah. And just, uh, I mean, that's one of those things. But the hidden's like really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's really uh, just a ton of fun. It's action. Sci-fi has a little bit of horror in there too. Gotcha. And um, it, it's definitely worth checking out. Okay. It's we very weird, but yeah. awesome. Cool. Uh, quick, so, uh, do you have a quick recommendation? Like just really quick? Oh, just really quick for me? Yeah, like two seconds. That I've seen. <laughs> You're putting me on the spot. Um, uh, to be totally honest, mine would be uh, okay. which, uh, Clowns Attack. Clowns Attack? Or Killer Clowns from Outer Space, my bad. Okay. Oh, I think I've heard of that. You've never seen Killer Clowns from Outer Space? I think, no, I haven't seen it. Oh, man. Yeah, man. That's, that's a really good one. Dude, it's just a bunch of clowns from Outer Space just picking up people and putting okay. them in cotton candy. Over the top, like big cartoony, kind of like big prosthetic. Right. It's giant it's, puppet things moving yeah. around. It's so out it's there. That it, yeah, it's yeah. so okay. out there that it makes the movie fucking great. I'll have to see. It. Oh, okay. Like, I have, uh huh. I had a quick recommendation. Yeah, which one? Um, not not the original, but the remake of uh, "Let the Right One In." Let me in. I barely saw it like the other day. Like it's mm. on sci-fi. Jeez, and, wow. And yeah, no, I don't know. It was just one of those movies. I just haven't seen. Oh, um, finally saw Psycho John. By the way. What the fuck? Oh yeah. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Finally like, saw it. The like the remake? No, like the original Psycho, because it's just I never saw it. But what? Any, okay, <laughs> what? <laughs> it's really good, but. Okay, so, uh, you know, Let the Right, you know, it was uh, Let Me In, uh-huh. is the remake, and, you know, I went in, like, I knew it was from Matt Revs, who I love from Cloverfield, and, like, Planet of the Apes, and, like, it was just, like, you know, it's about, you know, bullied kid and, you know, vampire, but, like, I felt like it's, because uh, I, I, saw, I saw the original, and, like, it kind of, uh, it's less, like, harsh as original, and it's more, like, you know, it's still R-rated, but it has more heart, I felt like, you know, um... And that's, I think I've dug that a little more than the original one. And yeah, I just really enjoyed it. I think uh, another great one is uh, Slither. Slither? Yeah, Slither's great. Slither's really good. Oh, that one's a fun one. Oh, Slither is yeah. my favorite. Slither is yeah. one of my favorite movies to watch during Halloween. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Dude. I'll watch anything with Nathan Fillion. Yeah. That and Halloween Town. That's, oh. what I, those are the, that's my Halloween movie. It's either gotcha. Slither or Halloween Town. Okay. Yeah. Um, really quick, before we wrap, guys, we're just going to do uh, some quick movie reviews. Um, I saw a very early screener of Arrival, which is like really oh, good. It's like really good. I'm gonna like call it right now. It's gonna be like one of the best sci-fi films of like the decade. Really? Like I really, I really like it. That's Loved it. Cool. I saw it at Beyond oh, Fest. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Why is it to me that like uh-huh. it does look like a good movie? I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just there isn't. Is there a good original idea there that's yeah. different? Yeah. Like it's like you know it's like a first contact movie you know you've seen that before like you know right. in some films but like this where it's like they go into like okay the first contact you know you see the aliens come they don't come 
they come in peace. They don't, you know, try to attack. But it's like, okay, they're here. Now try to communicate with them because you don't know their language. You don't know how they speak. And mm-hmm. it's just like the Amy Adams, her character, just like problem solving, like how to speak to these oh, okay. like aliens right. before yeah, like. Compared to Close Encounters of the Third Kind, I would say um, I would say it's like Close Encounters, but more like if like Close Encounters meant like a Kubrick movie, so like two thousand one, because it's like oh, wow. it's less so adventurous. What's that? Yeah, it's really weird. It's less like adventure. It's more like, like uh, you know, scientific. Like you know, trying to explain like linguistics. Uh, sorry, you know, uh, you know, language and you know, linguistics. Linguistics. Yeah, yeah. my bad. And yeah, it's you know, it's really smart. I would recommend it. Awesome. Yeah. And it's the same director as Sicario. Yeah, who's gonna do Blade so. Runner too? So. That's Blade cool. Runner, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Oh, cool. The which the only movie I got to see early was uh, The Accountant. Oh, okay, That's I saw that. I got to see earlier. Did you like it? I actually really liked it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really liked it. I I thought it was I thought it was a good movie. It just took time. Okay. It, t- it, it, yeah. it it took a lot of time to get the movie kind of going, mm-hmm. but it like took that time to like dive into the characters right. which i don't dislike that's yeah. fine with me it's just that at certain points it was kind of like all right how long is this movie gotcha mm-hmm. like it was a two-hour movie that felt like two and a half and the third act mm-hmm. it felt was a little whatever yeah, yeah. and uh well, really oh. for uh-huh. for us uh we just saw um since you know it's almost halloween time and yeah. i think it's uh it just came out to theaters again was uh, rob zombies 31 oh and uh we know lou temple we know larry uh, Lawrence Hilton Jacobs in it. Um, uh, is he really? We, I think we. What is he really? Yeah, he Fuck. kicks ass in it. Now yeah, I know Larry's in it. Not fucking. Yeah, he's great. It. it was out for like one night, right? It, was um, all... it came out um, in advance. There was a okay. one night fathom thing. Gotcha. Then they did it again uh, October twenty first, and you know I'm sure it's probably in some more theaters and okay. whatnot. But uh, yeah, it's basically it. you know. Um, the running man you know rob zombie's <laughs> version of the running man or whatever and i game me and my yeah my brother and i we dug that concept we're like that's fun let's just see some mayhem and have him go you know crazy now is it as crazy as we have would have hoped not really you know we we jim and i are really big on spectacle and we like sequences drawn out and stuff so there wasn't really anything drawn out it was a lot of there was some talking. his aesthetics. I don't know. I mean, it, it's very particular for his fans. So if you're not a fan of his movie, you're probably mm-hmm. not going to like this right. isn't going to be the one that's going to suddenly right. like win you over. So if you yeah. like Devil's Rejects. Right. And, like, um, Man, his Rejects aesthetic I always like and appreciate. Um, but it's it's a lot of the same cast of of, you know, typical actors that he he um, he brings back and and so on. So the same ragtag uh, uh people are in it but it was a good cast i think the 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 breakthrough or breakout performance in that movie despite you know how i felt i mean i ultimately i felt the movie was very okay you know i i watched it i watched it all the way through i was semi-entertained but i thought it was okay okay you know right and uh what no uh, i have to admit the only uh i think rob zombie movie i didn't like was um the halloween sequel the Halloween 2? Halloween 2. Yeah. It's the only one in which I was like, this is fucking stupid. Hol- I like the first Halloween. First Halloween was pretty cool, but I thought like the second one, I was kind of like, this is fucking stupid. Right. Like I felt I felt really dumb. Like I felt like watching it and I felt dumb that I paid money for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember walking out and like getting my money back and going like, wow, that sucked. 
and then just like going home. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just disappointing. Yeah, it was. I was really mad. <laughs> I was just driving Like, it like, wasn't even worth the five bucks yeah. I paid. But, but, yeah. but 31 is better than Halloween 2. Oh, really? Right, guys? Um, you guys um, I actually, I didn't like, mind Halloween 2. Okay. I, I recently right. watched Halloween 2, and I'm like, wow, I remember that being a lot better. So, <laughs> yeah. gotcha. You know, I don't know if it's, I'm just, you know, changing when I'm getting older and everything, but, you know, it's not his best, but I don't think it's his worst. worst. Okay. It's like, you know, know, it's okay. It's like, you know, one of his mid movies, I guess. Yeah. I mean, like, I think even he kind of knew that, like, he was trying to work on so many uh, or get so many other movies okay. made yeah. and started gotcha. that were just all failed starts. And it's right. like, oh, this is take too long. Oh, that's right. taking too long. Ah, okay. screw it. He's like, I can literally come up with an idea right now that'll get greenlit. Okay. You know, but cool. it's like um, not an idea that he's yeah. hugely passionate about. Gotcha. Well, but like mm-hmm. something kind of marketable. Okay. Right. You know, crazy clowns attacking, right. killing people in this sort of, you know, yeah. most dangerous game type gotcha. situation. And just one, right. yeah. One last one for me, I would uh, recommend uh, Shin Godzilla. It's uh, the new Godzilla. How was that? that was really good. It was from Toho. I would say it's better than the Gareth Edwards Godzilla. It's. Do they actually show Godzilla? They do show Godzilla. It's That's like good. really weird. He's like the Godzilla is like a deep sea organism. It like goes against like his origins that's been established. And that's fine. It's it's really cool. I would check it out. It's like a really smart movie. That I heard you know, that I, it's even actually like you know, mm-hmm. kind of scary. Is that yeah? True? Like it is. It's scary because it's like a disaster movie where it's like, you know, the original Godzilla like it dealt a lot with like the af- the after effects of like the bomb dropped in Japan. This is like. That it's like more about the tsunami, so you kind of see, like the movie's scary because it gets too real. You know, you see like what would happen to like you know people if this like when disasters hit. I would say, so that's how I would compare it. That's cool. Nice. Gotcha. I like that. Cool. And with that, we unfortunately have to wrap up. We're out of time, uh, guys. Where can uh, we find you guys at? Any social media you wanted to promote on Facebook or anything like for uh, Dual Visions? John. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, me. Um, yes, <laughs> you can find us on um, Facebook. Uh, there, I think we're the Condelic Brothers, and um, you can find Blood Brothers movie on Facebook. Uh, Behind the Walls is also on Facebook. We have Twitter uh, for everything. I'm sure you guys can find us. Just Google us. Behind um, Walls. We film have our, on Twitter. Yeah. Dual, dual vid- uh, yeah, we have the dualvisionstages.com, um, you know, or the condelectbrothers.com. Uh, a whole bunch of stuff, fun stuff like that. We'll be releasing the trailer for Behind the Walls soon, mm-hmm. uh, probably in a month or so. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So that'll be a fun announcement. And um, we're going to be pushing Blood Brothers pretty hard here uh, coming soon. Like probably like, you know, in November, we're going to be hitting it hard, um, pushing that for yeah, the December 2nd December. release. Yeah. Cool. It's going to be coming out a uh, limited uh, theatrical and VOD same day, uh, December 2nd for Blood Brothers. So check that out. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Uh, watch out for me. Uh, what was it? You can find me. Uh, I do another podcast called Not That There's Anything Wrong With It, where me and uh, Watch Out Renee and another coworker and another buddy of mine, Lucas Bellhumor, we talk about whatever the fuck we feel like. <laughs> so <laughs> we never have a rundown. We never have anything like that. That's kind of like the fun of it. Okay. And everything like that. Uh, you can also find me at, on Facebook and also with hyperkin.com. Gotcha. And uh, you could find me under, uh, was it on uh, Facebook? It's uh, We Own Nothing Films. Do uh, some short films and stuff. 
And cool. So, uh, Renee, you're playing us out. John, James, John, thank you for joining us tonight. Thanks, guys. Thank and you, guys. Thanks, we have, cool. It was a ton of fun. That's Let's it. We have again. been professionally Absolutely. unprofessional. And happy Halloween. Have a good one, guys. Yeah, you too, guys. Oh, <laughs>